All right, now I'm back to uh, coaching that is not philosophical, that is not love and passion and understanding yourself. It's about being at this life, so here you go. Right now, my routine tries to have me with two leg days a week. That is what I want. And I rotate it, so typically it becomes from Monday, and then the next one will be Friday. And if I train Friday, it's usually on a Monday or a Tuesday. And I go by knowing when I have recovered, so I know my spots and my uh, tendons and my 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 fixed tears and so on. Like I know my areas. So when they are good to go, and I notice that my strength is back, then I'm due to train again. So every time I train a body part, a lower body or upper body, then the time starts to monitoring how long does it take before I'm ready to hit it again. Now, when we were young, or maybe you're young, and we train heavy and hard, you're going to notice that takes the longest time to recover from. It's just really damaging and takes a lot of time. That breakdown is the trigger to rebuild a lot. But if the recovery rate takes too long, that you're training so much that you're overdoing it, it takes longer than a week to even recover. You're actually detraining. So it's like when you have you have exceeded enough days where there's stimulation in building. Now the response is gone and you're kind of going backwards. So then if you're like a typical person who has a leg day every eight, nine days, it might be that you are just taking so long time to recover because you're not adapting. So after, let's say, seven days, you're still sore. There is no trigger anymore on the stimulating of building. So this is kind of the waves of recovery versus training that is so interesting and also is the limiting factor. Because if you don't learn to stop yourself and recover and let yourself rest, you're going to be injured and stay sore and never go past your muscle gains. So that's the price to pay. And for me right now, I'm just enjoying being fatter than I used to and gain muscle and be lean. So I'm gaining lean, but I'm not as lean as when I'm absolute shredded because that's not my focus right now. I cannot train to gain muscle if I'm also going to have a super lean body. So for me, this is the way I am with my body. If I want to gain muscle in my lower body or overall, I have to let go of my super shredded dream abs. They're not going to be there for me because that is the spot that fattens up the first. Then I'm kind of qualified to get a little bit more muscle. So that's the pay, the price I pay happily because I know I know how to get leaner again. And I'm not having uh, protein bars the way I love to justify trying to maintain or gain muscle before in my life. I didn't. It was just playing the mind game just like you. All the stuff about gaining muscle through all those years where I wasn't at all allowing my body, always overtraining and over being too focused on staying lean, that I always short circuit more. And if you've had, if you were like me at that point, training for 20 years, 15 years, 20 years, you wouldn't, that wouldn't be strong enough for your body to even wake up. So that's when you know that even though you love your training, it's not going to be 
what gives you more dramatic results. It's just too, too, sim- too similar. It's like making love to the same man you've had love making for 30 years. You know his tricks. I mean, it's great, but you still know. <laughs> so that's your body. It's like, yeah, fun, fun. But hey, we've been there, done that. Give us something new that we can excite ourselves about. That's your muscle fibers bored to death. So today I am ready for my leg day, but if it hadn't been, I would have pushed it to tomorrow to have more recovery to be ready because I don't train when I'm not ready yet as a rule. So why is it, why does it matter then to train more often? Well, first of all, it speeds, you, you boosts your metabolism more. It's also that if you train more often, you train with less load, you're gonna recover faster, which means you can come back faster and hit it again. And if you think about it, if you could hit it again all the day long, but you always recovered, you would be training legs and, and your favorite body part every day all the time. You would still recover. That's kind of how they play when they take all the drugs in the cookie jars that we don't want to talk about because we're not into it and we don't care, so we don't focus on it. So the life you do with me is a slow, slow growing life because that's the way of the natural way and you are going to enjoy it because that way there's nothing to stress about. It's like those imbeciles who think, what am I going to do when I don't want to stay lean? I don't know what to do with my diet. It's just like, yeah, I hear I go say, well, just be like everyone else. Love how you feel lean and then sabotage yourself. There you go. Boom. Take the salt trick and there even more. You're going to freak out and be depressed and hate yourself and go back to your yoga dieting right away. That's how easy you can get out from doing what you need to do. There's a lot of fear of gaining muscle and gaining weight. And so many clients in my life have completely stayed thin all their life because they're too scared of fat, which is why I'm leading this way now. I'm going to show you how I have absolutely no problem being a little fatter because I'm lean. So I'm kind of enjoying that to kind of ruffle a little bit the feathers of people who want to hold everything into systems of prison mindset. And, oh, don't you believe that you can feel great? At, at, you know, whatever. So I love to play on people's thinking about what they think and give you a lot of provoking, a provoked thought. So all the reasons, all the things that you add to your training as to recovery or slowing it down. So if you can't train fat, uh, often, you're not going to stimulate as much. So it's better to train less volume and more often to build muscle. Not the same as strength, but in order to stay injury-free, it's better to train lighter. And if lighter is the way to build more muscle because you can stay injury-free, that means you're staying in the the game. Doesn't that make you build more muscle? Exactly. Now we're talking. Because you are just training beyond what you can do with your body. You're not accepting the way I've done. I do what I can do. Now the fun is I have given my body so much time and dedication that I'm now noticing I'm recovering faster and now I can have more loads but now I'm also training for my intense cardio which is a second goal so then now I am adding that burden to my body too so I have to take that into consideration this is what usually happens when clients forget that you want to play you want to train for a marathon in order to lose weight and keep it off that's your motivation but you, you, that should be diet, but you keep on wanting it to be that 
if you just work out hard, you can eat whatever. You can, but you're not going to get leaner. Because you would be by now, because you've been training the same, you're your dieting all life usually. So when you then train for a goal or like an athlete goal, train with changing performance, it's not only about looks and aesthetics or health, which is what most people are doing it for. You're doing it to be an athlete, which is now you should fuel your training with nutrition. It shouldn't be that you're trying to lose weight. Unless it's a weight division, and that is then in marathon and triathlon, anything that is weight, you're going to be more competitive if you're lighter than heavier, naturally. There's a reason why long-distance runners Irsund aren't the same UFC heavyweight champions, because they wouldn't run that fast. So now you have a conflict of what is goals, and all that adds up to your exhaustion, your time management, and now add up to what most people forget is part of athlete's life, especially when you're past 20. How are you going to take time of, how are you going to manage your stretching, your mobility, your body care, your body aches, the ups and downs with all that stuff, rehab, prehab. And that is just your life without your regular life. So it becomes really much of, much, much more involved, and then you get exhausted again. So that's why I say, when you train with me, I start you from the bottom, I say, try with two, ten minutes. Then when you have that, add more, because otherwise, you keep on overwhelming your whole system. And now you just feel ever overwhelmed and exhausted. So you always identify fitness life with when you feel exhausted. So of course, you're going to be terrified by committing. So my whole theory or my whole mission is to change the whole feeling of anxiety about going for a challenge. To understand this is a community where we challenge each other to simply just enjoy fitness life. Because if you sign up to think you're going to be happy with the same thing or always be on a fat diet or never be able to do anything or always be in a prison or be scared of eating or thinking you have to have no social life and be home and chopped off and in closed doors with chains in the refrigerator in order to get your environment focused for you to get lean, then you're going to be a fool because here's the thing, I train you to be street smart in fitness life because you are not going to have that environment once you are lean. So what are you training for? Like boxing when you're going to do an ultra marathon? Or tennis? So that's what I mean, the specificity is required. That what are you training for? What are your real goals? Because you look at a body and think, I want to do fitness. And then, no, that is not fitness. That's just getting lean by a diet. You don't have to commit to a workout plan. But training with muscle gain is great for both. It's great for your metabolism. You're going to have less muscle when you get older, naturally, if you don't. But... Nowadays, people don't have that much muscle unless they work out. So that's then when, you know, the body that has more muscle requires some athletic life to be, make that happen. Now, it's up to you how much athlete you want to be. But an athlete's life is definitely a full-time job. That's why it's an athlete without a sport. The lifestyle is the sport. And in order to have my body, I want to train hard at the elite level. I got to show up for myself day in, day out, like a merit, a committed merit to myself. And that is how I see my own love story to myself. 
that I just protect what I love to see and focus on and stay away from the rest. I stay away from drama and people who are going to affect the way I can be efficient in all I love to do and spend my life on doing. So when you really know what you want, it's so freeing because you're going to really know how to stay out of where you don't want to be. And when you learn that with experience, I mean, I remember when I always got in trouble with charming and seducing men, and then I'm like, what am I going to do now? Right? So I know. But that's learning to know. And again, just think about how much amazing things and, uh, and journeys and travel, like going the whole world, you can do that for yourself without leaving because you're going to go inward and find out so much that it's going to be more and greater value than any place you've been and any person you met because you are going to see who you are. Ah, that's the person I want you to be. That's the person that I want to get to know. So how wouldn't you want to see that? So here's to really focus on loving yourself, understand why you're just going to be your best version for the whole world and for all you and everything you, if you do. So again, love to you.